This is Sarah Gushi and Jackie Kirihara, and, and you're, you're listening, listening to the Herbs, Births, and Babies podcast. talk about another kind of tough topic and that is the home birth cesarean which is not us doing cesareans at home no we do not do that (laughs) but rather um when you plan an out of hospital birth and end up having a surgical birth i just want to give a shout out to courtney jarecki who's written a wonderful birth um resource called home birth cesarean which uh, is stories and support for families and healthcare providers. So I heard Courtney speak um, at a conference for midwives and she was passionate about her story. Um, She planned a home birth and she felt completely blindsided by ending up having a cesarean she had never considered the possibility that she could end up having a cesarean she was so determined to have her home birth so that was really difficult so her message to midwives was have this conversation prenatally with all of your families and so I really try to do that. And talk about the potential for Yeah, talk about a how that is always a possibility when you're when you're pregnant. For some percentage of people, that is the safest way for babies to be born. As much as we wish it wasn't. Um birth is a wild, unpredictable event. It is. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And you don't get to choose. You get delta hand, you don't get to say, well, I want that labor, or I want that labor. I mean, you can visualize and prepare and... If only we had a birth vending machine, Sarah, that we could just <laughs> put our coin in and select exactly select that which one, one we want. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work like that. Yeah, so she, t- she talks about high expectations and romanticizing birth, and certainly... When you hear some of the birth stories that we may even share on the podcast and some of the births I've been to where it's... Or even it's so popular now to have a a birth video and a lot of those home birth videos, they might not have sound. They might have some sound. Yeah. They probably have pretty music or they show only certain aspects of birth. They've definitely edited. Yes. And birth is beautiful. Absolutely. But there also is, you know, the reality of birth which in so many different ways might be traumatic to the birthing mother, could be traumatic to the midwife. Yeah. Because it is completely unpredictable, mostly out of our control, and it's wild. It is. You're signing up for a wild ride. So So the high expectations in romanticizing birth, I think, is mostly focused around how we talk about and how we see in popular culture home birth. Well, it's tricky because, sure, visualizing how you want things to go and preparing for that is totally reasonable. And yet somehow at the same time, being open to that, it's going to go how it's going to go. And we don't have much control over that. I did want to say that I feel like quite a few of my families feel like after they 
had to go to the hospital and transport and had a c-section or had a vaginal birth in the hospital with interventions that they actually had a better experience than they thought they might you know that they imagined um, that most of the providers if not all the providers were kind and compassionate and again shout out and grateful for all of those hospital providers yeah. um, of course there can be exceptions but overall um, you know the hospitals do their best and then as soon as you're home we pick up right off doing the postpartum care um, it might be delayed a little while depending on recovery yeah. um, but for mom at the hospital um, and it true. will look a little bit different because we're not necessarily just experiencing postpartum vaginal healing as far as bleeding that comes from giving birth regardless if you have a vaginal or a, a belly birth um, mm -hmm. but also now you have this surgical scar that you're trying to heal from. and mm -hmm. so that postpartum yeah. experience is going to look different yeah and you need more support mm -hmm. you definitely need more just logistical support it's much harder to get up and around um, the recovery is rougher I mean that said people's bodies are amazing and recover from this most common surgery generally extremely well yeah. but it, it might mean that you want to have your family member or your friend come and stay for longer or you weren't thinking you were maybe going to do that at all but it, it does change it it might mean that you have somebody keep your dog for longer mm -hmm. just till you really recover um and you might need more support with breastfeeding Often breastfeeding goes just fine, but sometimes it's a little rougher getting going when you've had a belly birth. And so reaching out to the lactation consultants or your midwife like sooner, I don't know. Anyway, I always try to give that a lot of good support because I find that when breastfeeding gets going well and the birthing person can see their baby thriving it helps heal from the fact that they weren't able to push the baby out vaginally and on the other hand if breastfeeding is difficult then it kind of reinforces my body can't do anything I've seen that be kind of a dark spiral um, well and I think no matter how your birth goes it most likely didn't go exactly how you envisioned it and that's true. the postpartum experience is a very vulnerable time because you're yeah. not only physically healing but it's an emotional and psychological yeah. healing experience that n no one around you is experiencing exactly how you're experiencing it that's true on top of the fact that you have this little new human that you're trying to provide everything for right at 24 7 so you're yeah. not you know normally if you had a surgery you'd just be able to rest and recover and it's hard when you're yeah. having to care for a tiny baby around the clock yeah and so at already such a vulnerable and crucial time for women in that postpartum time i think some of these aspects of trying to plan or provide as many resources as a midwife i think that that's a priority you know to yeah. help out with some of these things because honestly we can't do everything we can't know everything that needs to be done um, right. to support every single person but we do our best to try to 
to fill some we of those do. gaps. And I, when I'm doing those home visits after somebody's had a C-section, we do a lot of talking about the experience, a lot of processing, and just recognizing that it was a grief. It was far from what they were visualizing for their birth. And to give it some time, and it's okay to be sad about that. I think some people try to kind of blow it off and say to the birthing person, you know, you and the baby are safe, you know, like it was no big deal. And it actually is kind of a big deal. Yeah, a huge deal. Yeah, so give it time. It, sometimes you can't emotionally deal with it so much until you've more physically dealt with it and start healing physically more. Then there's like room to emotionally um, start processing it. If you've worked with a therapist before it could be another time to consider doing some of that there are support groups um, online for sure and sometimes I don't know with COVID but there <laughs> there are uh, there certainly are ways to get support or even being honest with other friends and family members about that you've gone through something hard and then also it doesn't mean that you can never get birth vaginally. It used to be once a cesarean, always a cesarean. And I think we're going to have a whole nother podcast about VBACs, but many people are able to have a successful VBAC. Of course, there's no guarantee. I've worked with people that were hoping for a VBAC and it didn't work out and we ended up with another C-section. But Jackie, you were with me on one woman who I worked with where her first birth was just long and hard. It took a long time to get her into labor, way past her due date. We labored at home a long time. Then we non-urgently transported and we're in the hospital a long time. Many, many hours later, days, I don't remember exactly. She had a C-section. She and her baby were healthy, but boy, whew, that was a long one. And then a couple years later, she got pregnant again. She wasn't even sure she wanted to try for a home birth because that was hard. Mm -hmm. She was like, well, but I like seeing you for prenatal care. So it's like, well, okay, well, and we just start doing prenatal care and I support you in whatever you choose. I can transfer your care to hospital providers if you'd like to just plan another cesarean, of course. But she ended up not doing that. And then she ended up, I think it was like 10 days before her due date or yeah. something. Yep. Just going into spontaneous labor had the smoothest, beautiful water birth. Least intervention. Yes. I don't even know if I did one vaginal, maybe I, one. I, I'm not sure. Maybe not even one. Yeah, I don't know. Like it was just so smooth and non-interventive and it was such a wonderful surprise to her to her she too. was shocked she yeah. was yeah and it was of course a wonderful healing experience that I would hope for um, anybody who would hope for that but also you know there really was nothing that she did differently those pregnancies if anything she said she felt like she took care, better care of herself the first time because the second time she was chasing a toddler around. <laughs> so, you know, it's not that the, the trick was to do X, you know, if I knew that, then everybody would have a VBAC. To quote Courtney Jarecki, birth is, is a, a wild, wild and unpredictable, unpredictable event. event.